0: Well, that's their challenge for 2022, is to bring Ella back to Carolyn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Claire, did you have any final thoughts to add? Um, I think that's all for today. <laughs> <laughs> and straight into the outro. Hi, welcome to Envy Podcast, where we talk about music, lifestyle, and everything pop culture. We're here with Claire, Ella, and Justine.
1: So this is episode eight of season two of the Envy Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and uh, for the great feedback uh, from last year. And make sure to interact with us across social media. That's at Envy Podcast. We're always open to more feedback suggestions
0: yes and also please follow us on soundcloud spotify stitcher and apple podcasts and make sure to give us a five-star rating because that will really help us out so before we hop into the discussion how was everyone's break how were the holidays how was the new year it was good i mean it was stressful at first because i I never like buying gifts and stuff for people because i don't know i just get so worried about like I feel like I have, like, a running list of what I want to get everyone throughout the year, and then as soon as, like, it's December, I just forget, and then I'm, like, scrambling for ideas last minute. I don't know if you guys also feel that way, but I feel like it's every year like that for me, and then as soon as Christmas happens, I'm like, oh, this is so nice. There's no reason to stress. I just wasn't prepared for Christmas at all this year. It was like, I finished uni like the week before Christmas started mm-hmm. and I didn't even, because in my head I was like, oh, it's not till then, it's not till then. And it like, I finished uni and I was
1: like, oh, I have
0: nothing and it's next
1: week. <laughs> well, for me, it wasn't Christmas. It wasn't really a holiday season, because I don't know if you saw the news, but like Ghana was really packed with so many festivals and because of where I work, we had to be like involved in everything. So it wasn't really a holiday, but more like extra working hours for me. Do you guys do
0: much for New Year's? Um, no, not really. Just the usual, like party, and then like uh, ball drop, like countdown.
1: Well, for me, the highlights of my year was the SM Town Live concert. <laughs> Most
0: definitely. Okay. I did not catch the live but I heard a lot about it and I saw everything about it the next morning and I was like violently ill the day after New I, Year's so I was like <laughs> scrolling through Twitter I mean, in between being really sick so yeah but yeah the concert was like the worst time for me it was like four to like 11 and that was like the only time I had that day to like rest because I started work at 11 and I got home at like one and I was violently ill from a alcohol during the morning and I went straight to work <laughs> oh so I didn't manage to see it either <laughs> yeah no I literally say I had to call out of
1: work the next day I wasn't planning on it but it happened <laughs> okay let's move on so for this week's episode we're actually doing part two of our favorite music moment of 2021 it was actually such an interesting diverse year and uh for music of all genres so we just had to you know break it up into two parts and we'll actually be breaking out our favorite songs albums concepts and i mean anything that caught our eye in the year 2021 yeah okay i'll start so according to my spotify wrapped um ailey's breaking down was my most played song and that's actually the ost for the drama doom at your door or something like that but it was shocking to me that actually like spent the number of minutes they claimed i spent listening to the ost but if you ask me what my favorite song of 2021 was i didn't think I actually you know top of my head but i would actually say yeah actually would didn't know what to say but, but favorite song actually come like point one song like oh this was my favorite of 2021 because like there's just too many songs that like i can give you a top 10 but I can give you like one song that I'll say that's like my favorite now. Could you do like a top five, maybe? Uh top five. Uh top five, top five, top five would definitely be NCT127's Focus. La, 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 la. And then uh Sweetie, Doja cats uh Jamie. Um, yeah, my top Spotify
0: song was Down by Ace. And I think that was only because I like streamed it lots when it first came out because I hadn't mm-hmm. they hadn't released music in such a long time, so I listened to it a lot. I, I wasn't expecting it to be my number one. And then my favorite songs of the year—they probably come from groups that I'm not like I don't stand as such. Like in hyphens, drunk dazed. And TXT's like the 0x1 equals love song. Those yes. two songs, I just had, I'd constantly listened to them. repeat. I think they're like my second or third play, most played songs. I just don't know what was in them, but I just really, I don't know, I really enjoyed them. And like, I'm not a big of fans of those groups as well, but those songs were just, they were just too yeah, bad. No. I definitely agree. Um, It's funny you mentioned TXT because my top song of 2021 was anti-romantic. Because I could nice. not stop listening to it. Like, every day, I remember vividly, like, for about five months straight, like, every day on my drive to work, I would just put that on immediately. But I don't think it was my favorite song. I think my favorite song of 2021 was Kiss Kiss by Shiny off their Don't Call Me album. Like, I don't know. It's just, that song just really hits different, especially, like, while driving and stuff like that, which is that's when I primarily listen to music it's like a good pick-me-up song it's very very chill and very vibey. a little bit my favorite artist was 80s no surprise mm-hmm. there to anyone oh I think this was the first time in about three four years that firetruck by 127 wasn't my top played song that has been like my it? consistently top played song for years I think it is Still in my top songs, she says. Yeah, it is still in like the top twenty. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> I will listen to that <laughs> song forever. That's good. It wasn't number one. <laughs> Do I have any non K-pop? Uh Yeah, I have one non K-pop song in oh, all of my hundred pop really? songs. What about you, Justine? <laughs> oh, what well, what one was it? Was it the Thai one? Yeah, it was the Thai one. It's called. Um. It's called Is This Love by Tom Isara. Oh, okay, cool. Um, for me, the, the I have like a couple and both like three or four of them are Doja Cat songs. So I have Kiss Me More and then Need to Know and then also Billie Eilish, Billie Bossa Nova, which is my favorite song of her album she released last year. So freaking good. listen to it constantly but yeah that's pretty much it the rest of it is all like txt uh Espa, shiny and nct (laughs) which is so embarrassing uh so do we want to talk about like favorite albums of the year as well and like most cohesive albums uh i guess let's start with favorite albums so uh claire if you want to go first if you have a favorite album 2021 i didn't if I had. One, I think I, I've, list, I've listed a few. I think 80s, Fever part three. I think all the songs on that one, they were just they were just all really good songs. I mm-hmm. mean, I know a very listenable album. There was the Monster X, The Dreaming. I know that one only came out at like the very end of the year, but the impact, especially like the title track, The Dreaming, I just, oh, I don't know. I really, really emotionally connected my probably my favorite of 2021 it's funny because like this one didn't even end up in any of my like like wrapped playlists or anything like that but it would be uh Taylor Swift's re-release of Red I absolutely I don't know if you guys have been following like her re-releasing her albums and stuff like that but I'm a huge fan and I always have been so I really really love it and the new song she added on to it specifically nothing new i think it's track 23 on the album so good it's very much an anthem for burnt out older old eldest siblings which is that's me basically (laughs) so (laughs) i i really love this album um and i think like it's a re-release so like you know what to expect and i already knew it was like very cohesive like well put together album but it's because the original, I've heard it so many times, like I can really pick up on how it differs, like musically and just um, how she adjusted it based based on like production styles that are more popular now than they were like, and I think this album originally released in 2012. So yeah, obviously like production styles have changed since then. And like she, it's nice to see how she adjusted like the feel of the album to match like 2021 versus when it was originally released and everything was originally written. So I really, really love it and I respect it. But um, my other favorite would probably just honestly be Shiny's Don't Call Me album. That was really, really good. Very cohesive and it was a very shiny sound to it. I
1: loved it. Is it weird if I say I actually didn't have a favorite album?
0: that's not weird I think that's fine <laughs> yeah. okay, why okay.
1: why do you think so? how I rate my favorite albums would be um to me it has to be like a no skip album meaning I loved every single song on the album and yeah. none of the 2021 albums did that for me
0: uh, I mean that happens I mean like I agree and um, like I think I used to feel the same way like oh and now al- I can only really love an album if it's like no skips I like every single song but I don't know for example like I don't like every single song on Taylor Swift's Red album but I feel like there's certain ones that just stand out and even if I don't personally like it I can see how it like it it's really important to the overall feel of the album and like without it even though I don't like it without it the album wouldn't be complete you know what I mean so um yeah I feel like that's just basically on to like maybe you just weren't vibing with the (laughs) like um, production styles that were most popular in 2021 and that's understandable I think it's a huge transition period for Mm -hmm. everyone right now so it makes sense that like production styles and musicians would also be feeling or producers and musicians would also be feeling like the same way and be having to go through like a transitional period where they're like rediscovering a sound I think it's definitely takes, like, a special skill to be able to, like, look at your favourite artist albums and be like, mm, I don't actually like this or, like, I don't actually mm-hmm. like that. So there's a lot of the thing that's perceived with fans is that, oh, you know, they my favourite group will release a song and I've got to love every single song. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it takes good, like, knowing of yourself almost to be like, no, actually, I'm not enjoying this, you know, I'm not vibing with this, this isn't for me. Yeah, that's okay. I think it shows a level of, like especially like for you ella like a, a level of like self awareness like you know what you like and you know what you don't like and that's good mm.
1: Okay, so yes, one of the best this year. As I said, I loved how they first confused MC if I may use that word, with the whole, uh, um, you know, students during the day and Hakati uh, and only for them to drop the teasers with the green background. And it was like, ew, green, ugly green. And then they <laughs> went on to be like really creative. And you know fixing and one seven on different backgrounds. That was actually fun for me. And uh, when they brought the whole cowboy, you know, concept where they had the cowboy outfits and all, actually like one yeah. concept for sticker. That was like thumbs up. Yeah. And uh, will I say vamp for the favorite? Okay, no sticker tops it all. And the whole He Chan and Jungwoo IG that they don't use. I still love the concepts like thumbs up. I rated. <laughs> 8. If I'm to give it out of ten,
0: eight over 10. Yay. Yay. Um, um, something about, uh, I agree with you about, uh, Stickers concept. I mean, obviously I'm super biased because I love NCT, especially 127. But, um, I really liked how, because I don't know if you guys remember, but, like, in about, like, the 2011-2013 era of K-pop, like, um, western themes were like super popular back then for some reason and I like that they kind mm-hmm. of brought it back but in a cooler way because like I look back on those music videos I'm like oh it's so corny <laughs> like I don't like it but like I like the way NCT did it they did it in like an almost futuristic sort of way it looks very cool um I will have to say though I think aespa's concept is my f- favorite yeah. I did I just say that sticker was my favorite because I lied because it's definitely Aespa. Um, I just love everything about their branding as a group. I know people are still like really divided about the whole like AI idol situation. Um, and I have like my personal thoughts on it too. I think it's a little weird sometimes, but um, I love um, what they do with the music videos. It's so, so well-produced and the product. You can tell like there's a lot of thought that goes into the concepts for Aespa and the music video sets and everything even like their live performances and stuff and especially for Savage like the teasers for Savage were absolutely on point I think for the year like um, that whole Y2K like but like mixed with like futuristic elements like so cool so on brand and I absolutely loved it. It was so cool. I'm, I'm trying to think, I'm like, what, what concepts have they been? What, what have I, what have I seen? What happened last year? Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> It's not going well. Like, mm. The one that I really liked was ONF's like, beautiful, beautiful comeback. And the music video, that one is just, it was so brilliant. Cause one second they're like all, you know, doing a group dance, doing the choreography. And then the next second they're like in space shooting at each other and dying. And it's like, what's going on here? How am I supposed to be happy when you're like shooting at each other in space? Like what's going on? Well, definitely, I agree. Um, I think a lot of concepts for last year were very like future, futuristic based and like they all had that kind of element to them. I think, I, I don't know, I might be going out on a limb here, but like to say, I don't think it'd be crazy to say like, we really hate the situation we're all in right now so maybe we're just dreaming of like oh things will be better in the future like things will get better and like you know the pandemic will go away and so we're all dreaming of like a futuristic society where we don't have to deal with this anymore (laughs) (laughs) so maybe that's why like futuristic quote-unquote concepts have really dominated last year but um yeah i i really like I, I like some of them, it can be really hit or miss, like it can look really corny, but like like what you said, that looked really cool, and then also like with aespa and NCT, like they really hit it on the nose.
1: Concerts, where do I start, where do I start, where do I start? Stray Kids, TikTok, uh, they had this TikTok live concert, um, was it in September, October, I don't remember the exact month. But then they had this, there was this TikTok live concert. BB performed, uh, uh, who else? The Boys. It was actually like a whole lineup. And I actually loved Straight Kid's performance that day. I don't remember what exactly, what was special about it, but it was just so, it was just touching to me. I just loved the whole, you know, atmosphere. And yeah, that was, I don't know if you remember, I don't know if you also saw um, Felix's uh, viral TikTok video where he's like, you know, let's group. So they also made the whole like they made the whole group dance to Felix to do. They made the whole group do the dance before they actually performed their songs, and that was the time they had just released their album. So I think they performed some of the B sides. Probably that was was like very memorable to me. But yeah, the TikTok Live concert and. Then yeah. I actually didn't have, I mean, I didn't actually still don't have the um, Stray Kids light stick, but watching that concert made me wish I had one at that moment. So, yes, that's yeah. one memorable concert from 2021. Yeah, that's that's one that's like stuck. Yeah, Stray that's Kits so stick sweet.
0: Up live. That's so sweet. Yeah, what I completely forgot about that. You know? that. Oh yeah. my god, honestly, I don't yeah. think I caught a lot of the online concerts this year, but you hearing you talk about it makes me wish that I did because <laughs> <laughs> like I, I yeah I really miss like the whole artist connection aspect of going to concerts and like just even though I'm like just sitting in my room alone like it's it's really nice to just like kind of hold my light stick and pretend I'm there you know like <laughs> definitely looking forward to concerts and live like live in-person events coming back um, which I know some of them are. I believe Ateez's tour is still yeah. happening. I think that's happening in a few days. It's and not coming to here America. <laughs> what? It's, it's postponed here. Oh, yeah, they, they post- postponed it in Europe. Yeah, they postponed the Europe part. So it's like, <laughs> who knows how much longer again? I don't know like, how definitely. much sense that makes. I feel like America is doing much worse oh, yeah. <laughs> currently. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I have any favorite performances of 2021. Do you have any, Claire? I don't know. I'm literally like, as we talk, I've Googled like the best K pop collaboration stages of 2021. Because <laughs> like, I know there was somewhere. <laughs> they had like groups who like all performed together. Yeah. But I can't. Uh, well, we already talked about the SM Town Live concert. I feel like that was a big one. But
1: for me, speaking of the um award shows, like at the end of the year, one very I know we're supposed to talk about favorite performances, but I actually talk about my disappointment was where I don't remember which of the um stations, I don't remember which of the award shows like. But they said there was going to be like a performance with all the 4th Gen dancers. So um, TXT on June, um, Stray KT on Jean, mm-hmm. I think Karina of Espa. was Karina? Yeah, Karina. Yeah. And um, Yeji of Itzy, um, Young, 80s, And there's actually one more person. Ah, forgive me, actually, I actually don't remember who. But they were, supposed to, they were supposed to have like a joint stage. And I was actually looking forward to it because... I'm, already, I'm actually a stay and I kind of was going to TXT last year, so I was like, okay, I get to see uh, Hyunjin and Yeonjun performing together, only for yeah. them to have like individual stages, but then they packaged it as a joint performance, or so like, where's the joining, like, joint performance mm. means you need to see all of them on stage at the same time dancing together, but then they yeah. just made everyone dance separately and then just showed everyone's oh. performance right after each other. I like, Do you think was it was like a COVID restriction? It maybe? Was, you said, Mama. Well it was like a COVID. Maybe, thing?
0: Yeah.
1: Maybe. Well, I think it was Mama. Yes, it was yeah. Mama. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um I just um you know there were so many uh debuts in twenty twenty one both groups and soloists and I just wanted to know like who what were our favorite debuts of twenty twenty one? anyone had one
0: um i don't think i have a favorite debut i i find it so hard to keep up with newer groups i feel like everyone especially because like i get most of my k-pop content from like twitter and i feel like everyone i follow is just so obsessed with like the same two groups like shiny nct or like txt or like (laughs) a random girl group or something like that Mm -hmm. you know um i can't i don't want to be wrong when I say this, but I'm not sure when Weekly debuted. Did they debut in 2021? Or was it later?
1: No, I think it was before 2021. Yeah, they debuted in like 2020. Never mind. I actually don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember. But but I think for me, there was Omega X. Omega X. I actually like their song, Vamos. And actually like the fact that it was like everyone was given a second chance you know because they were Mm. all in different groups so that it felt like as first when i saw the announcements it felt like a super m 2.0 but then it wasn't really super m like and i actually listened to the album and i i liked farmers actually had it on replay although it didn't make it to my most played but yes Famos was actually omega x was actually one of the debuts i enjoyed in 2021 I'm still trying to remember the soloist but i forgot it oh yeah dio exos dio oh. Dio, we can say he made his debut yes as a soloist in 2021. he did and for me when he had the spanish song uh i think si fueras mia or something that was like extra cool because i remember i sent the song to all my friends who studied spanish in school like hey guys listen are you able to like hear what he's saying Is pronunciation correct and they couldn't even tell that i was a korean they were like oh yeah he nice. has like flawless pronunciation and all that so, yeah Dio. that was like one of my highlights but i guess you all don't remember i mean you don't follow so it's fine it's it can be overwhelming sometimes so i understand
0: Omega X as well like I love that I was I've been a pretty big fan of one team and I really like their songs and two of the members from them are now in Omega X and that was that made me really happy to see um so yeah definitely Omega X and then also I really liked Just B's debut song called Damage. Mm -hmm. Damage and Vamos were actually (laughs) songs I always used to listen to on repeat on like my workout playlist like blast them full (laughs) volume and just absolutely go for it. And then also, Mireille debuted with "Killer," and the thing that I think about that song every time I listen to it is like, if I was ever in a fight scene in a film, that's what <laughs> I want playing in the background. I don't know what it is about it's just like slow mo, like flying through the air. That's, what yeah. I want. that's definitely the vibe. That's mm. cool. I yeah, I definitely don't have one. So sorry, but um I mean, like, oh, I have some. Nice. Vibes that I like got into like I got into obviously I think I'm still getting into Stacy like I really obviously I loved ASAP like everyone else on planet earth but um I liked Stereotype too when that came out as well um and the whole EP is actually really good so well I mean there's only four songs so like how could it be that bad when you only four songs but like, <laughs> I still really really vibed with it and I just I definitely feel like they're definitely targeted more more towards like I think high school aged girls but so me, a 23 almost 24 year old woman I'm like oh this definitely isn't geared towards me but it's still really good music so like the, I mean when I say geared towards me I mean like the concepts and stuff so yeah but I still I, I really got into them and I really like them but yeah, that's basically it. I don't know. I feel like I'm, are there any albums you guys are anticipating for uh, 2021? Like any artists that, or sorry. Wow, my brain. Are there any like artists um that you're anticipating an album from in 2022? Like for me, I, Mitski is coming out with a new album, I believe in February. So that's going to be really nice. Um, and then obviously, like, I don't believe tayman gets released from the military this year, or I can't remember, but if he does get released by the end of 2022, I'd love to see a solo album from him again, because I really miss his music. Um, and obviously, like, 127, I really want to hear uh, what they have in store for us for the upcoming year. Mm-hmm. For me...
1: I'm kind of looking forward to a 10 solo album. It would be really, really, really nice if SMV's does a 10 solo album. I don't know if you remember last, last year on his um, Insta story, he shared a snippet of a song and like the whole entity community was like entities in community was like okay who is singing with him is it mark they were there were like there was a debate going on that the song featured mark and mm-hmm. others were saying oh it's 10 you know bringing back his rapper voice and all that so that song i feel like 10 has to he just he has to drop something this year. he actually has to drop that song so like i need an album from 10 I'm actually Mm -hmm. looking forward to a solo from an entity member and and I have my money on Ten and Taeyong because of the whole Taeyong Soundcloud release and Mm how we actually won an award from just releasing songs on Soundcloud. So I think this is like a signal, Uh, I'm going to be that one fan like yeah SM, this is a signal to drop that you know Taeyong solo. So Taeyong, (laughs) it would actually be nice get we get a solo from them this year's like one of them actually has to drop an album this year but let me see who else am I looking forward to uh Minho. yes because mm-hmm. um I liked Heartbreak a lot we dropped yes. like last year mm-hmm. so I'm actually looking forward to what the album is gonna sound like so yes I also have my eyes on him yeah let me see someone out of SM 17 yes
0: oh yeah most definitely so
1: 17 well for me their last album was i mean actually it wasn't for me i didn't really enjoy the album That's fine. and uh i'm actually hoping they can they because can, um i i know i'm a carrot right <laughs> but then they lost me with that album <laughs> and i'm hoping they, they they gave me back with the next release i'm actually looking forward to it because actually yeah. they like I think on like one song on the album, so you have to you have to bring me back to Carrotland, So I'm looking forward to Seventeen.
0: Yeah, well, that's their challenge for 2022: is to bring Ella back to Carrotland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's all for today. <laughs> straight into the outro. <laughs> Very smooth transitioning here. Okay. Very professional yeah um on that note i think that's all for today <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this discussion and <laughs> please let us know what you think on twitter and instagram at MB Podcast.
1: and yeah thank you so much for listening to NV Podcast. make sure you tune in next week for more discussions and yes, follow us on soundcloud spotify stitcher apple podcast uh, where you can actually rate us five stars oh my hand's not showing yeah five stars
0: (laughs) and if you're watching on youtube don't forget to like comment and subscribe and turn on post notifications so that you get notified every time we post new content see you next time Bye.
1: bye